All right. Welcome to She Ups Out. We're your hosts, Linda and Mandy, co-founders of She Ups Out. Connecting and empowering the wiser female adventure. So I want you guys to adventure with us. And today we are super excited to welcome our good friend back, Brian Bell. Cozy. Brian, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This has been in the works for a bit. Um, I know our our group has heard us talk about you a lot, whether we gather together for our hikes and getting them aware of all the um, wonderful things you're doing out in the community here, locally and surrounding areas. Um, but to give a little bit of history about you, you were founded in what, 2017? So yeah, two years or so? Yeah, five five ish years. Five ish um, years. <laughs> yeah, I'd say maybe like by IRS standards, maybe four years. I'm <laughs> right, sure. right. I, I did anything the first year. So. That's fair. Yeah. So, did you has this evolved into what you thought it was going to evolve in originally, or is this taken on a new life? Yeah, not even close. I um, it's transformed so beautifully. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was just going to be a, a weekend warrior group. You know, um, mm-hmm. go out and and pick up trash and enjoy being outside and then uh, kind of draw from my friend base and figured out that, you know, Hey, like six people have more hands than I do. So maybe we can uh, get, get more trash together. And then right. somehow uh, through the grace of the universe and people's generosity, it has become popular and something that people enjoy doing. Uh, and we have transformed into uh, the community that we are today of just, uh, you know, do good adventurer dirtbag folks who like to clean up outside and, and hang out together. And and how many people on average? I mean, I know it varies week to week and depending upon the season, but you guys have a, a very solid group of people who always come back out, but it seems like there's always new people and new faces too. Yeah, it's wild. That that part has been something I've tried to keep stock of like each time we have an event to see who the, like the repeat people are. Uh, and we do. We have a bunch of folks who are, um, you know, weekly attendance, which is fantastic, regardless of weather. You know, we've mm-hmm. had uh, some weekends. Uh, it's pretty disgusting outside, I guess. There's no yeah. uh, rhyme or reason to it, but people still show up. And then other weekends we have uh, perfect balmy weather and a ton of people show up. Um, I'd say we average in 2017, we were averaging, you know, eight or nine people uh, every Tuesday. Yeah. But where is and, it now? Almost five years. Yeah. Ago. Five years later, we are, um, I'm trying to think of like the last actual event we had. We've been doing these trail run kind of donation-based cleanups lately, and they've had about 10 people each. But uh, our last like cleanup cleanup, um, you know, we had close to like 65 people. I was going to say, 60 is a pretty good average. Yeah. So, so, Brian, can we back up just a real quick? I mean, if someone's new listening to us doesn't know who Brian Bell is, which is hard to believe, but um, could you kind of explain what, you're doing with these trash pickups yeah i um well, if they don't know who i am i am not a female and i'm likely not a wise adventurer but i am uh, <laughs> you excited are to be adventure. outside uh, <laughs> with anyone who shows up to join us but uh yeah we we do these cleanups we facilitate everything we have uh we have the gear we have the bags uh we choose the location uh all anybody that wants to be part of it has to do is just show up and be willing to put on the gloves we provide and, and pick it up and they run for about an hour, and then we have um, Elias Junk Removal here in Richmond uh, is on site as well. Then we dump the reusable bags that we use into their trailer, and then they take everything off to the landfill or the transfer station for us. Uh, and then everybody goes on about their day. We started five years ago. They were on Tuesday afternoons mm-hmm. uh, for our Trashy Tuesday campaigns, uh, and then COVID hit, and then everybody started working from home, so we pivoted and started doing them in the middle of the day on Sundays. Um, and now, yeah, they run from noon to one thirty, and then everybody gets to go home and still enjoy the rest of their weekend. And yeah. we've picked up some new park or new green space around town. And you've yeah. also grown the, uh, the corporate um, interest as well. Companies who contact you for team events or sponsorship and that kind of thing. Yeah. There, there's been a lot more power in our, uh, like EIN number, like our tax ID number than I had initially like given credit for, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we, when we founded and did all the articles of incorporation and became a 501 and, and all of that stuff, uh, I was stoked because I thought that that meant that I could just kind of get stuff at cost at Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but then I'm starting to realize that companies have, uh, you know, budgets for community engagement, like where they set up yeah. and they can write off uh, a lot of these costs uh, the, for the donations that they make to us, for us to facilitate, you know, some team building event. Um, and that can look like anything. That can be um, Trashy Tuesdays, Corporate Trashy Tuesdays. Uh, we also work, you know, with a lot of local schools, elementary schools and mm-hmm. Montessori schools. Uh, and do seed ball construction or teach like composting classes or nice. uh, recycling stuff. So yeah, so they can donate to us. And, and then that kind of, that whole thing, uh, which is also how we've grown across all areas, but has all been word of mouth. You know, we did one yeah. for uh, the VCU. I think it was a dental school was like the mm-hmm. first one we really kicked off with. And mm-hmm. then uh, there's, you know, like a myriad of groups inside of VCU that have reached out. And then, uh, you know, Miller Financial Group, and all these other small groups around, or, you know, McKesson Foundation, like pretty large group. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, they've all reached out and they, they've wanted to, it's really cool because they are, you know, national companies or whatever and have branches all over the place, but they're, you know, investing in our community here mm-hmm. and, and taking stake in, you know, what's around us so that we can all have a better uh, experience outside. So that's been a really cool thing to, to watch that's unfold. Awesome. Like we've already got... Uh, we have one that was supposed to have been two weeks ago that got moved because uh, of weather, that ice stuff that came through. Yeah. And uh, so that's sometime, I think, I think they rechose for like March or something like that. But um, basically starting from the second week of March on, we've got, you know, almost every Tuesday is, is nice. taken awesome. care of through the fall, which is pretty wild. That's wow. awesome. That's so amazing. you're developing a waiting list, which is great. And for anybody who has not done an event with Brian, Yet, uh, we can't recommend it enough. I mean, you're just so much fun to be involved with. You're so passionate. And that energy just is a trickle effect. So, um, you know, we'll definitely put all your information into show notes and help promote that as well because we are uh, big believers in in your vision. Um, Just to give a little recap, I know you had posted this on your Instagram, but this past year, all that was accomplished, you hosted 54 events. 957 volunteers, 2,631 volunteer hours, 9,289 pounds of litter and recycling removed from our local parks, neighborhoods, and public lands. That's pretty amazing. And that was just in 2021. Yeah, isn't that wild? Like, it's it's wild to think and hear those numbers back, but, uh, you know, all of those things are just a testament to the people who show up weekly to do that stuff, you know, uh, those numbers would be so different if it were still just myself in a parking lot on a weekend doing right. this stuff. Uh, but I also so, think, know. I also think that it's great that you quantify it for people because it's easy to go. Yeah. I volunteered, you know, and I mean, how much did it really add up, you know? But yeah. When you oh, for at, sure. Yeah. When you look at like literally 9,000 pounds of litter and recycling removed from public lands, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those numbers that it, it's kind of strange because at the same time it, it bums me out and absolutely my excitement right. level because, you know, that was out there to begin with, which is a bummer, Yeah, um, but it's not out there anymore, which is yeah. rad, which is great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's, it's a depressingly awesome uh, statistic for sure. Exactly. Now, do you have, do you have some other folks? I know that you had, had mentioned to us that you were, having come on and help also facilitate some of these volunteer events so that you can maybe spread a little bit further? Yeah. So yes, is the short answer. And then the like (laughs) in-depth version of that is we had some folks, um, this guy, Paul up in Northern Virginia, uh, who I had met when I went to speak to the outdoor adventure program at VCU uh, two years ago, Uh, he wanted to do a chapter up there and then, uh, you know, mixing that with like, just his normal life. And I mean, I can't, pay no, any you know, we don't have uh, the funds to do that. So it just kind of fell off up there. And uh, my friend, Tim and Lisa, who live in Virginia beach, they've done a few. And then I think you guys might be connected with the her hike collective. I'm not yep. sure. If y'all yes, yeah. They did one uh, down there in Virginia beach for us. Um, so, you know, so we've got some folks who will do cleanups and then kind of dedicate, like, you know, dedicate them to us and like our efforts and stuff, which is cool. But, uh, this year, this coming year, we've got two folks here in Richmond, uh, Carly Sands and Leah Patterson. Yeah, that's, be, that's what I was looking at. For sure. Yeah, they're going to be like our local. Um, 
volunteers. Yeah, chapter leader kind of things because, you know, I'm going to be gone for the whole month of May, essentially. And, uh, you know, I don't want everything to stop when I'm gone. But I also, one of the things we heard through the first couple uh, years of cleanups was, uh, you know, some people's, um, I don't know, like, I don't know what the right word is. They weren't like bummed we were doing stuff. They were bummed that we weren't doing it closer to them kind of a thing. Gotcha. And they were like, oh, I saw that you're at Chiplock Park, but I live in the West End and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So the goal is to have myself, Leah and Carly all running cleanups uh, this coming summer. That's awesome. Coming, coming season. So we can do them in three locations in Richmond. Yeah, that's uh, great. So, yeah. So we can kind of like, you know, triangulate and, and coordinate this cool little uh, system on weekends to do stuff. And then when I'm gone in May, uh, they can just be kind of orbiting each other, uh, you know, do like a north side, south side, east side, west side, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, clean up. So we're, we're more accessible to folks around because it is kind of a lot to get somebody from, uh, you know, the West End or, you know, Goochland or something to come all the way to Churchill or vice sure. versa. Sure. Right, right. No, that makes sense. So did you have a, a, a goal for how many pounds that you want to collect? Yeah. Uh, all of it i, oh. I don't know it's, I, <laughs> way to go big get, ryan yeah you know you gotta swing for the fences right and then like that way at least whatever you rake in is still yeah. still good um yeah i don't know i yeah i would like to get as much of it as we can you know last year was we just came in just under whatever it was you know under ten thousand pounds or something right uh, you know this year i think we stand a chance to definitely break that barrier for sure yeah for um, sure especially if you've got the outreach with having two other volunteers yeah which is gonna time. be so cool yeah um, so that'll be sweet and then I'm also kind of that reminded me too because when Linda when you said that I was thinking I was like well yeah I see stuff when I'm on my trail runs a lot I uh I'm in the process of trying to get uh this app developed where I was just thinking this when you're yes as you're talking to get people it... to pick up on their own and then reported into you yes yes yeah. totally was it right. you that sent me that thing the other day i think yeah but i was also thinking like that would be a great challenge for people to just send you their quantitative um yes. thing so that could also contribute to your team or support you know yes 100 percent. so that's the goal so we're trying to make this very nice uh, user-friendly basic app where it's like uh you can just kind of log the information where you picked it up um you know, what you picked up, what you saw kind of thing. And then, um, you know, if you have the ability to weigh it, sure. Like, you know, awesome. I, the scale I got was like eight bucks on Amazon, or you can just say, you know, I picked up two bags worth kind of a thing. Um, and then have a picture uh, available on there too. That's got like a keep Virginia cozy uh, thing on there and connect that to our social media because uh, you know, you know, our friend will and stuff that lives in Floyd and Trek Virginia outdoors and right and all that. And they just won best of the blue Ridge, which is really cool. That's very um, funny. But, you know, they've got a lot of folks down there who do cleanups and then they send us the messages through social media, but we weren't there to, to help them do it or anything like that. So it would be <laughs> cool to kind of connect all of that together in this little, uh, you know, whatever technology cloud thing that we have access to, to. That would be amazing. Yeah. Keep us posted on that because we could definitely get behind that always. But that would be amazing to contribute cool. and kind of mark there, too. Um so where are you going to be in May? You keep mentioning May. You're going to be out for a little bit in May. You've got a couple of volunteers to help facilitate this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so stoked. I, I'm going to be in Scotland. Um, nice. For, yeah. For like 238 miles, I guess, which translates to like uh, 17 days, I think, wow. uh, is, is the window of time. Like we're hiking for like across for 15 days, but, you know, with the COVID build in that we talked in earlier with like the testing and all that stuff beforehand. Um, got to have a few days up front, but we're starting on the East coast, or I'm sorry, starting on the West coast, <laughs> uh, which is the Atlantic, which is our East coast, but starting on their West coast. And then we've got 15 days, uh, to make it to the North sea. Mm. Wow. And it takes us right across the highlands, um, across the highest point in the UK as well. And, uh, it's part of this thing called the great outdoor challenge. So it's, it's myself and, um, how many others? Five, four others. Right. Will, Elizabeth, uh, Eric, and Benny. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. Now we we will we be able to catch that on social media as you're doing it. Yeah, apparently there's. I I looked up. I was trying to. One of the things I was looking at the other day was kind of how to keep in contact when I'm over there because I don't really. <laughs> 
it was my first time like internationally traveling other than like when I went to Mexico in 2004 mm-hmm. um, and that was for a half a day. So it wasn't really the same thing, right? Um, but I'm trying to find a way to, you know, stay in contact. And apparently I can just pay $10 a day to AT&T and still have like full usage yep. of my phone yep. while I'm over there. That's um, great. What about like Wi-Fi yeah. and stuff? Yeah, I don't, that's a good question. I guess maybe, I, I don't even know. We're, we're, cause we're, we're outside for the first six days. So I think I'm just going to be operating on like, if there happens to be cell phone service right. and my battery pack. And then we have a hostel night in there, like midway through. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we pick up one of our mail drop uh, resupply boxes. Mm-hmm. And then three days later, uh, I think we hit a town. So like, you know, I guess maybe like the pub or wherever we go, <laughs> we'll have Wi-Fi. The pub. Um, yeah. And then we've got four more days and then we finish in um, Aberdeen nice. on the, the coast of the North Sea, some, some place up there. So, uh, yeah. So I, we'll have service-ish, I guess. I don't really know what the coverage map is for, for Scotland, but um, I'll definitely be able to, to do some posting and some, some live upstate stuff. I'm, I'm also going with folks who are more uh savvy towards that stuff than i am yeah (laughs) yeah so then like i'm kind of just going to rely on them to do it and then maybe just you know tag me because i'd rather be like dirty and away from my phone exactly right disconnected (laughs) yeah that's amazing um and so how long do you think that trip will be you said 15 days hiking but yeah so we're going 15 days hiking. the the plan is like may 8th to the 28th right now wow that's Yeah, so that'll build in like a few bumper days in the front, uh, some travel time. Because the other thing is like we fly into Glasgow and then we've got to go northwest from there to get to the trailhead. Um, Mm. And then we trek across and then we finish Aberdeen and we fly out of Edinburgh. So on the back end as well, we've got a Mm -hmm. few days to be able to kind of like come back in, take a shower, sleep, (laughs) and then like three days to, you know, kind of explore around town locally and stuff. Uh, that's all we're having to, to come back so yeah so basically 20 ish days yeah being over there. so that's in may and then in june well you get a lot of stuff coming up so let me digress back a little bit because you started a few other things um you've got the trail run series that you you began this year correct yeah exactly yeah um, so can you tell us a little bit about that and how often they come about or yeah they're once a month and they're just they're that's just a really loose fun way i thought to kind of mix uh my personal agenda of fitness with a way to do good with other people. You, you and, just started doing trail running again. I ran into you and you were like, I'm just going to go out and start hitting the trails again for yourself. Yeah, it was weird. I, you know, I grew up playing soccer and stuff. So I ran from age four until, you know, like college. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I hate did running. Like I just never thought about it. And I, mm-hmm. I hated it because uh, I'd much rather backpack a thousand miles instead of running uh, right like 20 and right. right there with you yeah and then i don't know what it was like something kicked in my head maybe it was like a weird um kind of trying to reach that flow state thing for myself and, mm-hmm. and real-time problem solving stuff where like i can just find a way to let my brain check out uh while still doing something physical sure and and i'm not fast by any means you know it's like I did see your improvement time but not that we need to worry about how fast you are but you you moved up pretty quickly yeah, I mean it's not hard. Like if you're if you're willing to stick with anything, I started trying to do it again. Like September was when I really started like getting back into it, right? Um, and have stuck with it, uh, you know, since then and stuff. So like I'm at like a nine minute mile now, but it's like, you know, it's it's usually paired with some good podcasts or something or, or yeah. whatever. And that's also assuming I don't fall down. Like, like yesterday, oh, I God. tripped like seven times. Um, I'll do that. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. It's, you know, it's fun. It's but, fun. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. The way those, uh, you know, long story longer, the way that those, those trail run days go is uh, we just pick a different Sunday each month. And, uh, you know, we meet at the Reedy Creek entrance over on like the south side. The, yeah. Off right. Riverside Drive. Start from there and we'll go out and we have varying distances. So if folks want to join for three miles and bail out, um, they can. Or if they want to join for the whole loop, they can. Or if they want to. Uh, you know, you can, there's a bunch of exit points along that that they can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do that first. And then we come back. And then when we get to the car, the parking lot area, we do a big cleanup of the trailhead nice. uh, and that access road towards like the JR James River Park headquarters area. 
um, and that whole thing. And then we do, it's like donation based. So we pick a different nonprofit. Each yeah, month, I saw that um, to do. So this coming weekend is for beyond boundaries. Nice. And last month was for uh, friends of Richmond foundation. Mm-hmm. And then the month before that was for uh, feed more. Nice. Yep. So, you know, it's, and it's not like huge amounts or anything. It's like a hundred bucks here and there, but that's a hundred bucks. that hey, we it, can... it all adds up. Right. Yeah. And if we get a bunch of folks out, you know, who might not even heard of, of any of those causes and stuff like, uh, you know, one of the, the folks that came out in November uh, donated like, I think it's like 10 bucks or something like that. But then now they, they volunteer um, like twice a week with feed more. Yeah. Uh, to drive, which is cool, which is so cool. No, so, it's great. I mean, a hundred bucks adds up just like, you know, those, those pounds of litter every week that you're, they add up over a period of time. So yeah, so it's a great cause. Yeah. Trying to, you know, get folks together to do fun stuff, but then also, you know, give back. Yeah. Give back and just do something that makes you feel good in the process and does good in the process. Which is Yeah. Cool. Right. So another thing that I saw that you had said and mentioned, and then I saw you throw it out there is the triple crown throwdown. <laughs> yeah. How's that going? Um, I, you know what? That's a great question. That is a, <laughs> the sadistic goal that I set for myself. You did. It's coming up. I was just curious. Not to hold you to that goal because our goals always evolve and change, but I was just curious. Yeah, no, this one's going to be sweet. I, uh, you know, it can really only go one of two ways. Like, you know, I can I mean... complete it or I can't. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> but I got a few folks on board right now. My friend DJ, uh, who is much leaner and longer than I am. He's, you know, like 6'2 and uh, just built for distance running. Right. Um, and, you know, and I'm not, but it's well, fun. Tell us about what, what is the Triple Crown throwdown for those people who haven't seen it's, it. The, yeah. Uh, my friend Ellen and I had done the Triple Crown back in December, and mm-hmm. uh, it was her first time doing it. She lives in Tennessee, and she uh, had come up, and uh, we met up with Will from down there and, and hiked part of McAfee's and stuff together. But mm-hmm. I had this idea, because it's really, the Triple Crown is cool, and if anybody who's listening has ever done it, they can mm-hmm. attest, like, it's great. You have Dragon's Tooth, you have McAfee's, you have Tinker's Cliff. It's amazing, you know, arguably the most scenic spots crammed into one track, like in Virginia. Uh, and then McAfee's being the single most photographed spot on the entire Appalachian right. trail. Right. Um, then I thought it'd be sweet to string it all together because once you go down uh, the valley and up the other side, then you just got North mountain coming back and that's all Ridge. Uh, so it didn't really seem impossible to me to just <laughs> start early and do it all in one day. It's 38 miles. Right. So you were talking um, like what? eight to 10 and then having like a rest stop or what was it? I forget the, how you, how you yeah. put it down. Yeah. So yeah, it was more starting, than that, wasn't it? Yeah. So starting at Dragon's Tooth, uh, you know, that, that area down there and then um, headed North towards McAfee's right. and having like an aid station set up at the McAfee's knob parking lot. And then uh, continuing North and going through like Tinker's Cliffs and then down and then Andy Lane on the other side before you go up, uh, North Mountain, because the North Mountain part, that little last stretch right there, that's only like 13 miles back to the Dragon's Tooth Park. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so I fill up with water and grab some snacks and stuff at the end there mm-hmm. uh, and continue on. But the plan is to go down, I think like Friday night is what we're, we're shooting for. Okay. Uh, and then start like pre-dawn on Saturday. Right. And I'm sure DJ is going to run a whole bunch of it. I might jog <laughs> some of it. Uh, and then just kind of fast paced hike most of it. Right. But the idea is going to be to slack pack a lot of it. So, you know, I won't have like backpacking gear on me, but I'll have, uh, you know, my like day pack with my first aid kit and some yeah. snacks and water. And, water. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you hit, you hit the aid stations basically like, you know, eight miles in and then, you know, 22 miles in and then you just have to finish and get back to, to Dragon's Tooth. Um, we I don't really stand to like win anything or no, but anything, I think this kind of no... sounds like an annual event. I'm not gonna lie, Brian. I and mean, this could be fun. This, I mean, it's gonna be fun yeah. for us. But I mean, you could have like I know you have people who have volunteered to be at the aid stations, um, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. I think it'll be. Uh, I think the tagline I put on Instagram or something was like, uh, "What did it say?" It was like easy on the eyes, hard on the thighs or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was. I mean, it's definitely um, going to crush your thighs. It's no lie. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I mean, bottom line, like I get to, you know, it's kind of a couple birds with one stone kind of a thing. Like 
I get to be outside for the whole day, which yeah. that, that rules. Uh, I get to make myself tired, which is like my daily goal anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then I get to be around a bunch of cool people who show up. So we've had, that's the other part. If anybody's listening to this and they want to join, I don't know when this episode will come out, but uh, they're it's coming out. It's coming out Monday. So you get plenty of time. Monday, like, oh, like two days. This coming Monday. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. Well, if anybody's listening and wants to join, uh, you're welcome to, but it's on you to coming discern up. your own fitness level and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, everybody. you know, yeah, we'll have snacks and waters and salt stick stuff and all that and, and everything. But, uh, you know, you need to be in charge of your own gear because. Uh, and your own safety. And, all and that. your own safety. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because we're not going to have any like medics on site or anything like that. No. Um, right. But, but I do but, think uh, it stands to. Non-sponsored. Um, yeah. But I do think like I, I, I think it's a great idea for like sponsorship and sponsoring the aid stations or water stations. I mean, obviously not this year. We're so close to it, but. Man, I think that would be a lot of fun to do that. But um, it says here 38.8 miles total, 8,000 plus feet of elevation gain. <laughs> yeah, man, that's wild, right? Like, that's, yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess then if you break it out like over like long distance of time, right? Because like, the problem is you read all those numbers at once. So you take on a lot of information at once, but then the yeah. hike is through the whole day. So I'm not taking 8,000 feet like in the first mile, right? Like, right, exactly. Yeah, you know, no. 17 hours to do that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so, and just in case we didn't say, I don't know if we said it already, but the, the date is February 25th, the weekend of February 25th. Yeah. Which I think that's a Saturday, right? Because the 20th. Right. Which, by the way, it's my birthday weekend. I'm just saying. Which day is your birthday? <laughs> February 27th. But we don't celebrate it. I'm just saying it's my birthday weekend. So, well, we're going to celebrate it now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about celebrations. So yeah. So yeah, that, that weekend. So if anybody's interested, we will make sure they get connected to you. Um, because that sounds yeah. like an amazing event. Right. Sweet. Thank you. And if, and if they're interested, but obviously hiking, you know, 38 miles in one day, uh, is not in their wheelhouse. The whole point of this part thing of it, right? is, yeah, they can do anything that they want. Like they could show up and just do Tinker's Cliff. Like that's cool. If you want to yeah. just only go to McAfee's, that's rad too. But the, underlying goal is to raise uh kind of trying to treat it like a bigger version of our sunday uh trail run things mm, okay um, nice. we're trying to raise money you know it's donation based so right you show up send us a dollar send us twenty dollars whatever you are comfortable with doing but all the money from that weekend specifically goes right back into um the atc and nice. all of their you know subcategories that take care of those sections of trail so nice. Uh, the PATC and, and all of those folks, because they're 100% volunteer run. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, as we all know, with that kind of stuff, uh, there's, you know, there's no money there. Like, yeah, right. And, you know, and the money that does come starts somewhere else, right? Like they've got you know, this trickle down stuff. And then by the time it gets to like local trails or like clearing brush, like there's just nothing to be, nothing left. Uh, to be pulled from. So whatever we make that weekend is just going to be a direct like Venmo gift, uh, to some of the folks down there that are on the, the board for that stuff and they can, you know, use it however they see fit and kind of maybe have a little bit uh, of a cushion to work with for the upcoming spring season in the summer. Because that's the other thing too, that area being, you know, McAfee specifically of the three being the most photographed spot. How many folks do you think actually go there right. um, to see it? Like it's like, it's above 70,000, which is pure bananas to me. That's crazy. Um, to go it's and it's yeah it's like multiple hundreds a day like right. it's wild so that place needs um some love for sure so and, brian i wonder who did you say the proceeds go to like who's the um so i'm gonna that's another thing i have to figure out like specifically who it actually goes to it's gonna go to the atc which is the you know the appalachian trail conservancy um but under that like the group that we maintain sections of trail through in Shenandoah mm -hmm. is the PATC, like the Potomac Appalachian Trail Club. Um, then there's like the TATC, like Tidewater Appalachian sure. Trail Club. There's all of these different groups. So I'm trying to pull from a few of my friends who have worked for the ATC, like Kylie Yang that you know. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to them and our friend Alex as well, who she's going to be doing the, the event with us and see if they know more specifically where that money would do the most good. Yeah. Um, and then we can send it directly to them, which is kind of the beauty of raising it through us, right? Like we yeah. don't have to give it to uh, just, you know, 
the big organization, which the organization is great. Like I appreciate every single thing that they do, but as with all that, we know that, you know, money can do different stuff further down. So if they have better insight as to who can use it more, um, I'm open to suggestion and we can just send it directly to them. Yeah. And my only thought there was, and we can talk about this offline, obviously it just popped in my head is a lot of the nonprofits and things like that. Like these corporate, whoever makes a donation can oftentimes get a corporate matching gift, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. Doubles the donation. So if people are making a personal donation, they can make it through their company or corporation who will then match it at a hundred percent. That is Uh, a good thing to just thinking out loud about that. As far as making sure maybe even they could, make that their personal donation, you know, the double the amount to go towards the cause, depending upon how it falls in the, how it qualifies. But I don't know. For sure. No, I didn't even think about that. That's a great idea. Um, Cause I know that a lot of companies do that. Like you said, they have these funds for a reason because they want to support nonprofits and they want to support local communities. So that might be, might be something for our listeners to consider if they want to yes. make a donation to see if their company will match it. Yeah, that's, Yes, please put that out there. And then also, if any of your listeners know who I should be talking to uh, in some of those groups or something, you know, tell them to, to reach out to me. Or if they reach out to you, then you can just defer that information to me because sure. uh, I definitely am looking for the, you know, the highest impact for the stuff that we're trying to do to, to get that in the right hands. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds awesome. Um, all right, we want to switch a little bit because you have another event coming up that you just uh, threw out into the universe, which is the second annual uh, Brewgrass Festival. Yeah, that's going to be um, in June, June 16th. Yep. Um, at Riverside is, Outfitters again this year? Yeah, at Riverside Outfitters again uh, this year. So last year, anybody who came last year, um, y'all were there, so you, you saw great, it. And you, great event. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. How many people came out last year, do you think? We sold out 150 tickets, and then I know the day of, we had a bunch of folks show up because our Venmo uh, was pretty full the next morning of just like, walk, <laughs> like of like walk up prices, right? Like they so they yeah, came yeah, in, yeah. paid paid five bucks to get in, and then they just you know, um, you know, bought like Venmoed us for for beer tickets and stuff, and then mm-hmm. uh, those the Venmo account was what we used to pay like uh, you know the band's costs for their drinking and their food and all that kind of stuff and cover yeah. everything, but. I'd say last year we probably had close to maybe 200 total. Yeah. Um, and I was just talking with Matt Perry, the owner of Riverside, uh, the other day. And when we went live with the ticket sales uh, this past Tuesday. Yeah, like how'd it go? Tuesday, uh, it's, so far, it's great. We've uh, we've already raised over a thousand bucks just through that. And nice. uh, we have it capped this year at 250 tickets. Nice. So if we can hit that, that's going to be over 10 grand just for one night's event. That's awesome. Uh, which is going to be wildly helpful. That's um, amazing. But last year's event for anybody who was there, I hope y'all had a great time and I appreciate your support and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had an amazing was- time. We had a lot of friends who came out. I know your mom and dad were working the table at front, which was awesome. Yeah. That we was so fun. There. Yeah. Uh, but we put that whole thing together so quick, right? Like it right. happened. It was June 17th. I think it was like maybe like May third or something when mm-hmm. uh, Cal and Matt and I like talked about it becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the turnaround time was, was pretty uh, immediate. Mm-hmm. And so we were very thankful to have everybody that we had, but now this year, you know, I kind of knew where we could do some work and. And uh, you gave yourself a little costs. bit more time to plan. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, which is <laughs> rad because, you know, time is starting to go faster um, as I get older and stuff and i'm just learning that like hey if there's something in june that i can think of in january i should probably start thinking of it right in january uh so yeah so we're good we have the abc license already we got the approval for that uh ticket sales are underway uh this year we're switching it up a bit with the food and stuff last year we had food from galley uh this year we're gonna have uh go to kato on site mm-hmm. um, so it's gonna be purely vegetarian based uh food awesome. this year Nice. Uh, vegetarian and, and vegan options. And then they're going to have the add-ons additionally available if somebody wants to like add chicken, you know, obviously, sure. uh, to their stuff. And then we're going to have vegan action there as well again this year. Yep. Uh, Ninja Kombucha is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting the beer from Boston Brewery uh, and Terrapin Brewing as well. Yep. And so that's all sweet and, and squared away. We've got like four more bands on deck. Yeah, I have them. I have them here. If you want me to list them out real quick, because I know it's a lot to remember. Yeah, please. Travis, Randy. 
Yeah, um, Travis Randy. I don't know if I'm going to say him right. Mark Mark Spuick. Yes, yes. River City Band. Yep. Uh, Andrew Ali or Al E. Yeah, yeah. And Garden Variety String Band. Garden Variety String Band. Yep. And then um, there's another one that's my friend uh, Fritz and Diane's. Uh, their dad's playing, and it's I think it's a Good Question Bluegrass Band or something. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so we've got a bunch of folks on board to play that, which is really cool. And then this year we also extended it uh, to have more vendors and stuff there too. Yeah, um, I noticed uh, the Trail Hut, who is uh, on the board and part and a friend of yours, is um, going to be there with gently used outdoor gear and consignment yeah. options. Yeah, yeah. So the space for Riverside, they have, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, it's this big pavilion outside with, um, you know, tons of really cool space right in the front yard of, of Riverside Outfitters. Uh, but we're, last year, uh, you know, we just had a pretty big gap. You came in, check in at the table, uh, and then there was just a big empty space until you got to, like, the stage and the Port John and then the food and all that stuff. Uh, and it was so great last year. I'm, I'm, I have nothing at all against last year, but I just knew when we were going into it, I was seeing things I wanted to change for this coming year. Yeah. And I really wanted that space to be filled with some cool stuff. And because we're a community organization and I want community to obviously be the overarching theme of this, uh, I reached out to some, to anybody who wants to reach out to us, but I put it out on Instagram. If you're a local maker or an artist or, um, you know, business owner and you want to you know, present there or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, you're welcome to. We're not charging anybody for the space. Uh, there is limited space, and we've already got like eight folks on board to do it. That's awesome. Uh, right. But, you know, we want folks there to showcase what they're doing. So the trail hut that you mentioned, we're going to have a, a gear swap kind of a thing where folks can bring their gently used gear, um, and then they'll buy it through, I think, what's going to be like a gift card exchange kind of a deal through Walkabout Outfitters, mm -hmm. um, which will be sweet, which will get – old gear into new homes and yeah, then new, new people into walkabout, right. uh, which is kind of a cool uh, transaction. And then mm -hmm. we've got Easy Wind Outfitters, uh, which is in the Petersburg area, and they make these awesome uh, merino wool like hiking socks. I met them back around New Year's for the New Year's hike we did with the state parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we've got some other locals, like some uh, ceramicists, I think is the term that right. you use. <laughs> And then uh, some local like pottery throwers and some some other people. So, you know, if you if you do anything cool or if you think it's cool, uh, I probably think it's cool too. Show up and just set up a table. That's the only thing. We don't provide the tables. You know, we yeah. we allow you to have space, and we're not charging anybody to be there. But uh, you've got to have your own table and and all your own uh, supplies and stuff. But you know, you can set up a table and, and sell stuff you want to. Have your Venmo code out. Have a tip jar. Have whatever you want. Um, I mean, but, listen, you know. to have to have that free space with 250, you know, plus people coming in to this huge event is is sounds like a pretty sweet opportunity. Yeah. And I, I think I, I hope so. I, well, I hope it's a great people. way for you to support local artists, you know, and artists and, yeah. to come out. And that's the, that's the whole point. Like, exactly. you know, it's, it's uh, you know, we're all I mean, like everything. I mean, we're all in this together. So if I've got space for you to come set up a table, come set up a table like. Right. Do cool stuff. So we've got this year is going to be rad. We've got uh, we've got more beer. We've got more bands. We've got more people. Um, so Brian, where where again can they get tickets? Yeah. So if you go to our Instagram, which is just keep Virginia cozy, all spelled out, uh, super long. Uh, it's the link is in our bio. Okay. But I'm going to also be sharing kind of like weekly or maybe biweekly uh, stories about it with the link included. Uh, so folks can just click there and stuff. And you normally want... you normally tag us in those uh, stories, and then we just reshare them. So if you can yeah. keep that up, because that's easy for us to also just kind of to expose people to go to your page. Um, cool. That would be great too. I did forget to ask you about um, the New Year's Day hike. Can you talk about that? Because that was really cool. That was a that was from 2021 into 2022 it wasn't like 11 p.m to 1 a.m hike or something yeah it was so cool it was um we got approached by the virginia state parks this year which was really great um they asked us to lead a hike out at our local state park here which is pocahontas state park mm -hmm. and uh you know we were gonna the idea was we we're gonna meet at the camp store and start our hike uh going from 11 p.m hiking out to a big campfire that some of the staff had set up 
uh, like on the reservoir out there and then mm -hmm. hang out like around the campfire for actual New Year's and then hike nice. back. Uh, so it was really, really cool. And the weather was actually kind of perfect for it. Yeah. It, was, it uh, started to be of... rainy that night, but you had like a lot. Yeah. Because I remember because the next day we got a lot of rain on New Year's Day, but did it all, yeah. it all worked out? You you had like how many people showed for that hike? Or, or <laughs> so, yeah, we had like 30 people, I think, on the spreadsheet is what she had sent uh, to us. And so that was cool. And then we're sitting there and we're, uh, you know, the other volunteers and myself, because uh, we had some people kind of playing like middle of the field and then like bringing mm -hmm. up the rear and all that stuff. Um, we started getting these folks coming into park and everything. And there was just, the cars just kind of kept coming. And we ended up having, I think it was like, it was either like 57 or 61 people. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. It was kind of bananas, but it was really cool because uh, it was on the side of the park that is um, all mountain bike trails. Mm -hmm. So it's not stuff that you can actually go hike anytime you want to go hike it. Yeah. And so then we had that whole run of it to ourselves, which is really cool. So it was this really neat, like windy single track hike uh, in the night, you know, with our headlamps and stuff. Uh, and then we hung out around a campfire for a little bit and That's rang awesome. in the new year and hiked back. So that was, that was really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then unfortunately the weather kind of was a bummer because y'all had something scheduled the next day, right? Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. I think it was yeah. like 70% rain at that point. And then the trails were, I mean, it wasn't even, it started, I guess, around really like four or 5 a.m. I don't even remember, but yeah. it was Stop enough to keep it. us off the trails. So let's yeah. just say. Yeah. But yeah. We got it's it okay. In. Yeah, we got it in eventually. Yeah. Um, Which to that point real quick is, mm -hmm. is very uh, important in the Richmond area because I, RVA trails reports or that Instagram account or Richmond yep. trails trail reports. Um, if anybody's listening to this that doesn't follow that, they should. Yes. That is a, it's a big thing. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, just a lot of stuff to kind of keep in mind, you know, like if it's a Friday and it's raining now, but you wanted to do a trail run on Sunday, like we're planning. Uh, mm -hmm. We're probably going to be sticking to the service roads because we're going to keep folks off of the trail. Cause it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you just have to take care of those stuff. Cause the past week when I've been on my trail runs, uh, you could just kind of see some areas where when the conditions weren't right, like uh, some cyclists had come through and stuff and just kind of pizza cut some of the trails. Yeah. And then it freezes and then it thaws and then it slides everything and just creates a lot of problems. So if you follow that Instagram account, uh, they'll give you some really good, uh, information before you make the trek to you know whatever wherever you're going right. yeah yeah sure. exactly so yeah. then you can like kind of see what you're in for well and they'll tell you what's closed what's open and you know like you said this is going to yeah. fall this is not going to be good for this morning maybe wait till you know whatever so totally. that's a lot of good things to consider to make sure you preserve you know obviously our, our trails and environment um so you've got a lot coming up in the first quarter of the year, the first half of the year. Good Lord. I know. It's sweet, right? Like, I'm yeah. not, I, <laughs> I yeah. don't even know how you do this between, I mean, not just the, you know, the regular cleanups, your corporate cleanups, you got the trail run, you're going to throw out the Triple Crown, Brewgrass, Scotland. Um, Colorado. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Colorado, which we didn't even really yeah. talk about, do we? Yeah. yeah. No, there's, it's just sweet. It's, you know, uh, lots I'm, of good stuff in 2022. So all the good stuff, in right? It's, you know, the whole point is to, uh, you know, just stay moving and keep going forward and, and bring as many folks with us as we can mm -hmm, uh, yeah. and do as much good as we can, you know, because that's like, that's just the whole point. Like, you know, folks out there trying to, to not do good, don't take a day off. So if we're trying to do good, we can't take a day off either. And mm -hmm, right. trying to, to keep our schedules uh, filled with as much rad stuff as we can. Um, mm -hmm is I think just kind of, it's kind of awesome. I'm just kind of stoked. You know, we, we get back from uh, Scotland and we fly right into Colorado and we come back from Colorado and we go right into the Brewgrass Festival. And, yeah, uh, you know, then it's basically 2023 or whatever it is. Now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then on to a new year. And on to a new year. And then hopefully, uh, you know, some, some more folks and uh, some new projects and some new growth and, well, that's one, of, that's one of the many things that we love about you is that, you know, you're definitely approachable and you're definitely open to anything and all things if you can figure out a way to help facilitate it or help somebody else do it. So I think it's great that, um, so if, like you said, if people have an idea or want to be involved in somehow, all I have to do is private message you on Instagram at the very, you know, I know you're accessible there and, and 
I do want to point out that you are, um, you know, people who want to make a minimal donation to Keep Virginia Cozy and become a member and be part of it. All that money goes back into, like you said, the community and goes back into servicing these different events that you put on for whether it's, you know, a, a kids group or underprivileged group or whatever, you're putting it back into providing these things for people to help clean up is all important. That's how we get things done. So. Yeah, um, totally. And that's, and I think, you know, as far as being a group that takes, uh, takes money from, from people's donations and stuff, you know, I, I also want to be transparent about where that money goes. Cause you know, if we all make a donation to SPCA and stuff like that, like that's great. But like, I don't also feel like a lot of times we actually know what it's actually doing. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, yeah. Like I don't take a salary from this. Um, you know, so that's, that's, it's not like going into my pocket or anything like that, but it's all a nice stockpile to be able to pull from uh, when events like with Tuckahoe Montessori come up and we get to go make seed balls to, right. uh, you know, work on pollinator restoration projects with like the right. next generation of kids and that kind of thing. So that's it's all write offable with tax, you know, deductions and you get our EIN number and all that stuff. And every single dollar uh, just makes a huge difference, right? Like a dollar donated is a dollar we didn't have to yeah uh, you know or in somewhere else so it's it's just huge and it goes so far so everyone so who's i'm just gonna throw out that whole corporate matching option too like yeah <laughs> thank you for that like <laughs> yeah but everybody who's donated thank you and everybody who uh you know has yet to be involved uh thank you for listening and i'm excited to have them come join us because it's gonna be cool the last thing you just mentioned the um next generation and i know that your family is extremely important to you and you have uh, a new member of the family since last year, but you've got two nieces, correct? Yes. Like the most perfect people on this planet, <laughs> Eleonora and Evelyn, they are the absolute best. Which is great. I love that. And you yeah. get to go home pretty often though, right? Or your sister. I do. <laughs> yeah. It's right now we're in that kind of like weird limbo of, of COVID because I'm, I'm, I am more socially active. Uh, sure. with the stuff on our agenda than like my sister and brother-in-law are yeah um so you know even though i'm i'm vaccinated and boosted and i test regularly and that kind of stuff uh eleonora uh she was born in that window of time where she can't be vaccinated yet uh, right there's some new science coming out hopefully soon she can get it uh she's you know at the age where i think that that's going to be one of the things that gets approved soon well um, even still and- it's great that you're just mindful of of that because i know they're extremely important part of who you are. So I just think that's yeah. great about the next generation to be a good example. Um, you're definitely, definitely getting that part done. So. Yeah. Thank you. No, they're the best. They, I just, I like not even four hours ago, I saw them, they drove by uh, my house cause they were going to explore a preschool option for Eleonora for next year. So that was Growing really up. cool, but I know dude, it's so crazy. So crazy. That's awesome. Um, is there anything else that you can think of that we have not covered, but we know that uh, people can definitely find out more. You continue to evolve and grow. And like I said, you are always open for a new challenge or a new idea. So uh, we love to see uh, what you have to post every day. And we'll definitely make sure people uh, have a link to your Instagram. Um, obviously you're on Facebook too and, and your website, but uh, you have links on there as far as membership status and ways to become a member with Keep mm-hmm. Virginia Cozy um, that can help keep facilitating and supporting the growth and all the good things that you do. So um, the next up thing, I guess, is going to be, well, the trail run this weekend and then Triple Crown. Right? Yeah, trail run and then uh, and the Triple Crown thing, yeah, which I need to finish planning. Um, hate to remind you about but, that, Brian. <laughs> it's coming up. No, I, I need you to remind me. Like, hold me accountable because, like, what's going to happen is going to be like the twenty second. I'm just going to throw everything in a car and fly down there. Um, well, but we it's also my birthday. That's right, and we have to celebrate your birthday too. Um, <laughs> but next weekend, like a week from today, like next yes. Friday, uh, is okay. a thing. And there's, let me see if I can find it because it's. Uh, is that the? It 11th? Sounds really cool. I think so. Yes, that sounds right. It is. Um, okay. It's this thing called curiosity, like RVA curiosity thing. Um, okay. It's a speaking engagement, which is really cool. 
All like right. just yesterday we were, uh, we got, we had the opportunity to present to the uh, general assembly for like the Virginia outdoor recreation caucus. Um, nice. Which was really cool. So we got to, you know, talk to some folks and, and get them involved. But uh, somewhere on the, you can just, people can just defer to our Instagram and find it. I just, I shared a story about it earlier today. Right. Um, what is it? It's this thing, it's at Gather RVA, like the shared. Oh, okay. Gather, Gather presents Richmond Curious, Love Your Community. Yeah, um, that's it. Okay. So it's Friday, so, February 11th. 8 to mm -hmm. 9 15 a.m at gather arts district that's right yeah so it's uh myself for keep virginia cozy and then we've got like rva community fridges uh and a couple other folks uh, i think actually feed more is going to be one of them and then there's one more that i can't uh can't recall right. but uh we're going to be there just talking about community and ways that folks can get involved and or learn more about what's happening in ways you can community. show more love to your community yeah that's awesome yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, and we have our next hike on that Saturday, February 12th um, for our group. And so they can stay tuned for that good stuff. But definitely check that. Um, the, uh, oops, sorry. The community on February 11th. Is that something cool. that's open to the public or? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think if you go to that link on the actual gathers Instagram okay. thing. I think you just all you have to do is just reserve your space, like on Eventbrite or whatever it is. I don't think it. All right. It's we'll definitely a free event. I just don't know how you register. No, that's okay. Yeah, we'll definitely share that as well because that looks like a lot of fun. That sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, Brian, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, it's been great. Um, we always like to see what you're doing, and we're excited to be part of it too. So thank you for including us and uh, sharing what you do always thank you all so much for wanting to be a part of it i hope that my friday evening brain actually made sense in all of this delivery because i just feel us like too. I'm, us too yeah. well normally it's... we are doing this later so thank you for your uh you know your patience with getting us together yeah no problem at all i'm uh, i'm excited to see where this year takes all of us and i'm excited that uh you know we're all in it together that's the main thing so okay. we'll see where we go well we're gonna put links to you so people can look at the Triple Crown. They can look at all the trail runs, corporate sponsorships and cleanups. And the Brewgrass Festival tickets are on sale. And that's a limited number being sold. And if you are a local artisan or vendor and you do want to be involved in this incredible event, um, reach out to Brian and he'll get you set up on that. Um, but, yeah, we look forward to all things. And I know we will see you soon here in the neighborhood. And, uh, and get ready for your February 25th Triple Crown. Awesome. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. All right, Brian. Thank you so much. We'll wrap up here. Thank you guys for listening to She Ops Out. Our next hike is Saturday, February 12th at 9 a.m. Stay tuned for location. For location, yes. Anything else? I think that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. We look forward to seeing you soon. Take care and adventure with us. Check us out on all our social media, Facebook and Instagram at She Ops Out. All right. Huh? Peace. Peace. Plants. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>